Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good, good morning. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Sunday, the final Sunday of the first month of this new year. It is the 29th day of January, your date 1292023. And on this Sunday, we are going to feature, of course, in the NFL, the NFC and AFC championship games. And the winners have the right to go to the Super Bowl for the Big, big, big prize. 49ers and Eagles, Bengals and Chiefs. That sets up a big Sunday for the NFL. And certainly we have uh, a big pot up for grabs at Gulfstream Park today. We have a mandatory payout in the Rainbow Pick 6. The jackpot provision taken off. The uh, cash sitting in the pot right now. $828,942. And that, along with all of the dimes and dollars going into the pool today, will all be divvied up and it all goes out the door to the best tickets of the day. In many cases, you may, may not even need uh, all six. Just the best tickets of the day will chop it up. More likely, there'll be six today, but whoever has six, they grab it all. Whether it's one ticket or a hundred tickets. So that's uh, what we're going for today. Big bucks on the uh, field and big bucks on the racetrack for racing at Gulfstream. And of course, racing around the country. Our weather here in Las Vegas, where we emanate and originate all the Race Day Las Vegas radio programs from these studios over the airway, Sports Talk, 1400 a.m. 39 degrees right now, 11 minutes after 8 o'clock Pacific time here in Las Vegas, 39, sun is shining, sky is blue, ground is dry, no wind, which makes it really a bearable 39 degrees. We're going to get up to 61 degrees today, and they say that we have a small chance, like a 25% chance of some rain coming in overnight from midnight to the early early wee hours of the morning into Monday here in Las Vegas. But right now, across the country, across the world really, but across the country, our um, weather looks like this. Up and down the Pacific Coast is clear. The Gulf Coast right now is clear. But there is a front that's moving through Texas and like a comma, rolls right up through the northeast. By the time it gets up to Maine and the north of um, the U.S. into Canada, it's snow. And there's a mixture of snow and rain that goes as far down as Pennsylvania. And then the rain starts West Virginia, uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, and of course, the eastern part of Texas. And that's a big swath, just looks like a big comet going through there. So it's moving across, and, and, and it will get, as the jet stream goes, through to the... Uh, East Coast, and of course, uh, the Southeast, where uh, Florida's at. But right now, that's that's uh, the way the uh, front is moving right now. 
As far as the temperatures are concerned, 79 in uh, Miami, 84 in Tampa. You have 51 in New York. Up at International Falls, it's zero. Zero degrees in International Falls, right at the uh, tip of the northern part of our border to Canada. Chicago's 26, L.A. 55, and of course, as we said here in Las Vegas, we're going to get up to 61 today. But it looks like uh, pretty clear going, at least for the moment. We will wait and see how it shakes out. That's your weather for this uh, day. And of course, we welcome everybody, not only listening here at Sports Talk 1400 AM in Las Vegas, where we emanate and originate this stuff, but also across the world on our many different platforms, our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global, iPhone, Android, your devices with your KSHP radio station apps that you put on your device so you can hear us now, and of course, uh, anywhere you get your podcasting. So welcome to this Sunday show. Like I said, it's going to be, we're going to be, you know, have the TVs going between racing today and the football. It's going to be really a neat day of activity for sports fans. All right, on today's show, we're going to have Jonathan Hardoon's picks. You know, he's down in Florida, wrapping it up, getting back up to Saratoga. John Lendo will be with us, Rich Ang and Jerry Jackowitz. Of course, Rich will give us his thoughts about the two NFL games today as well. So we'll get their picks as far as uh, racing is concerned. And uh, taking a look at what happened yesterday, we're going to take a look at what happened on the big Pegasus World Cup day. And by the way, the total handle on the 13-race Pegasus World Cup card at Gulfstream yesterday was $43.89 million. That's according to the chart to the races, a figure that ranks in the top tier of U.S. racing calendar events for betting on a single day of racing. So they had a blockbuster day yesterday at Gulfstream. And for the uh, most part, it was exciting racing as well. So as we run down what happened yesterday at Gulfstream Park, we'll get right to the big race, the main race, the Pegasus World Cup. The $3 million grade one Pegasus World Cup where Art Collector, who sat uh, close and on the pace for the most of the mile and one-eighth, put away the other pace setters at the top of the stretch, and then held off any closers. As a matter of fact, Defunded, who ran second to Art Collector in his victory in the Pegasus World Cup, was close to the early pace throughout as well. So uh, the tempo on the front end led all the way, for the most part, in the Pegasus World Cup. Art Collector, to give trainer Bill Mott his third win of the day, and Jockey Junior Alvarado, his second win of the day, decisively won the Pegasus World Cup. No excuses here. Art Collector, the best. He paid $33 even. And as you may remember, if you listened to our show yesterday, we were asking the handicappers about the Pegasus World Cup. And only Jerry Jackowitz gave Art Collector a big chance, and rightfully so, because on his power pages... Uh, Jerry had Art Collector as the top-rated horse in the Pegasus World Cup. So kudos go out to Jerry. Bill Mott, Junior Alvarado, Art Collector win the Pegasus World Cup, paying a nice $33 to win. And, of course, with that victory, Art Collector becomes the highest-earning horse in the in the country, in the world right now, with one start, one win, and earnings of $1,680,000, which was the winner's purse of the uh, Pegasus World Cup. Uh, Defunded, uh, the Bob Baffert trainee, finished second under I. Red Ortiz Jr. Stiletto Boy, who was part of the early pace as well from the outside post. Stiletto Boy, big long shot with Mike Smith, held on to be third. So the speed lasted in the Pegasus World Cup. In the mile and one a three million dollar grade one race yesterday. Congratulations to Art Collector and his connections. Earlier, the Pegasus World Cup turf for a million bucks was won by Atone, who ran down Ivar in the shade of the wire to get the victory. Atone was giving Irad Ortiz Jr. his fourth win of the day and his third stakes race win of the day. Atone paid nine sixty to win, outrunning Ivar, as we said, and speaking Scout closed to be third. But what a day trainer Mike Maker had. 
He didn't win the big one, but Mike Maker was winning his third stakes race of the day with Atone. Atone gave him his third stakes race of the day. Earlier uh, in the day, by the way, uh, Atone paid nine sixty. In case I didn't mention that, Ibar was second. Speaking Scout was third. Then we get to the Pegasus uh, World Cup Philly Mare Turf. The winner there was Queen Goddess under a solid ride by Luis Saez. Saez winning his second race of the day. The Mike McCarthy trainee Queen Goddess paid ten forty to win that Philly Mare Turf. Shan Tessera finished second. Was a closing second, but couldn't get to Queen Goddess. Lady Rockstar was third in that event. The Fred W. Hooper was won by Endorsed. Mike Maker trained Endorsed. Louis Saez, the rider. Saez wins back-to-back stakes races, winning uh, the first one with Endorsed and the Fred Hooper. 11.80 for the win there, outrunning Octane and uh, Dean Delivers, who finished third. In the William L. McKnight, at a mile and a half on the turf, the winner there was Red Knight. I read Ortiz Jr. aboard, paying eight sixty. Value Engineering was second. Wicked Fast was third. And trainer Mike Maker trained the first, second, and third place finishers. Swept the trifecta in the McKnight. What a day Maker had yesterday. Red Knight, eight sixty in the William L. McKnight. The inside information earlier was won by Mary Quite Contrary. Trainer Rodney Lunduck was uh, the conditioner. Luca Panici was the rider, paying seven twenty. This is a great story. Mary Quite Contrary was winning her fifth race in a row getting black type with the grade two inside information in this fifth win in a row. And overall, six wins out of seven starts for Mary Quite Contrary. Great job done by Panici and Lundock. Uh, Mary Quite Contrary paid seven twenty to win, outrunning Colorful Mischief and Fire on Time. In uh, the grade two La Prévion, winner there was Personal Best, for Shug McGahee and Ired Ortiz Jr., paying four sixty as the favorite. Transit was second, Adventuring was third. And in two other undercard stakes races, the South Beach won by Mose with Jose Ortiz at seven eighty for Bill Mott. And the Carousel Overnight won by Wolfie's Dynaghost with Frankie DeTore paying thirteen twenty for uh, trainer Jonathan Thomas. Big day of racing yesterday at Gulfstream Park, no doubt about it. It was fun and competitive, that's for sure. And uh, we will move on from there. Big day of racing. The uh, the pick six yesterday paid seventeen thousand two thirty one and eighty four cents. More than one ticket had it. The late pick five paid seven thousand three hundred ninety dollars and fifty five cents. But the big big win of the day, you got big big win of the day came in the super high five in in that last race, the Pegasus World Cup. The super high five, art collector, to defunded, to stiletto boy, to last samurai, to proxy. The winning numbers, 6-5-11-9-1. In order, the super high five. That bet returned $131,739.40. Bada, bada, bing. Wow, what a day to end the day for at least one player in the Pegasus World Cup yesterday, Gulfstream Park. What a, what a great day of racing it was. Just fantastic racing at Gulfstream yesterday. Santa Anita uh, hosted a couple of stakes races. The Las Virginis early in the card for three-year-old fillies won by Faza. Faisa with Ramon Vasquez gave Bob Baffert a win there in the Las Virginis. Second was uh, Pride of the Nile. Justique uh, could manage no better than third. She closed from last but was no threat at any point. Faisa battled Pride of the Nile throughout the stretch and prevailed as the favorite, paying $4 even. Later on in the day, the $200,000 grade 2 San Pascual was won by Newgrange. Now trained by Phil D'Amato. You remember, he was uh, earlier trained by Bob Baffert. But Newgrange, under Phil D'Amato's care, won 
the San Pasqual with Juan Hernandez aboard. 10.40 for the win there, outrunning Hopper, the early pace setter, and Parnelli, who was uh, finishing third in the race and was a tough customer in that pen, San Pasqual. Newgrange wins a three-way driving finish. Juan Hernandez had a big day yesterday. He had four wins on the card, and our our uh, handicappers did well. Jonathan Hardoon came with the fifth race winner for us that paid nine twenty. Jerry Jackowitz had the uh, seventh race winner that paid seven forty, and Jerry Jackowitz and Rich Ang both came with the last race winner, the big favorite Kitty Katana that paid four twenty, and uh, so they had a big day yesterday there. And uh, John Lendo's uh, pick. In the seventh race, Spiritual Advisor won and paid seven forty, and gave Giovanni Franco a birthday gift. Giovanni Franco was 32 years old on his birthday yesterday and got the win with Spiritual Advisor for him, for John, and for us. Big day yesterday at Santa Anita. Now, the coast-to-coast, the coast-to-coast pick five, Encompass the second at Santa Anita, that winner paid four dollars, the eleventh at Gulfstream at ten forty, the third at Santa Anita seven eighty, the twelfth at Gulfstream nine sixty, and the uh thirteenth race at Gulfstream, of course, that was the Pegasus World Cup where Art Collector paid thirty three dollars even. The one dollar bet, winning numbers of one six five three six, paid eleven thousand six hundred ninety nine dollars and fifty cents. Another coast to coast pick five today. All righty. At Oaklawn Park on a sloppy racetrack, three stakes races, the Martha Washington for three-year-old fillies won by wet paint. Brad Cox trainee, Flavian Pratt's second win in the first five races yesterday at Oaklawn paid $8 even, outrunning taxed and defining purpose. In the King Cotton, the winner there was Gnight, a solid win. Gnight Ricardo Santana, 340 as the favorite, outrunning Tejano Twist and miles ahead. And in the $750,000 grade three Southwest Stakes, which, of course, is part of the Arkansas Derby Series at Oaklawn, the winner there in an easy, easy victory was Arabian Night under John Velasquez. Arabian Night paid 280 to win and looked like money in the bank and cattle on the ranch. Time for the mile and 16th over the sloppy track. Arabian Night leading every step of the way and pulling away for an easy coast-to-coast win in the Southwest. Time of 143.50 in the Southwest mile 16th. Unusual that Bob Baffert travels across the country anymore when he sends horses out, but he was there at Oaklawn Park yesterday. Baffert in the winner's circle with Arabian Night telling you how important this horse might be in the run to the Kentucky Derby. Ricardo Santana had three wins on the card, and it was a big day in the slop at Oaklawn yesterday. Finally, at Aqueduct, Jerry J. came with uh, uh, the uh, his pick there as well. Jerry's pick in the sixth race paid $8 even. He came with the exacta. The dollar exacta paid fourteen sixty. And in the feature race of the day, which was the toboggan stakes, the winner there was Repo Rocks. Repo Rocks under Andrew Wolfsant, yep, that was the jock. Repo Rocks paid twenty-two forty in an upset outrunning Little Vic and drafted there. Finally, a Golden Gate yesterday in the $75,000 Moscow burning stakes. The winner there was Rosie Rose Maddox. Rose Maddox for Asiel Espinosa paid eight forty outrunning Chancery Way, and she's a runaway who finished third. That's some of the stuff that happened yesterday. We got some good stuff happening today, so we'll go right to our first break on the card and get ready for our handicappers and all the other good stuff happening, plus your racing menu for today. We'll be right back on this NFL Championship Sunday. Bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas for this Sunday. A quick note, the Kentucky Derby winning trainer, Eric Reed, a little hot water there. He was suspended five calendar days and find $1,000 by the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission after one of his horses, Golden Tex, a horse that had been in a stable, tested positive for fetal, fetal uh, butazone in a race th- uh, this month at Terrapway Park. And appe- uh, Reed said he was not going to pe- uh, not uh, appealing the ruling. Just going to pay the money and do the fine, and that'll be it. He said, I waive my rights because I know I gave the horse butte paste. He apologized to his friends and et cetera in the racing commission. That's kind of nice, just owning up to it, right? That's good stuff. I like that, owning up to it. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today in the race book, simulcast centers and racetracks around the country. As you know, our first post times uh, broadcast on the show each and every day reflect the first post times in the Pacific time zone. If you're not in it, listening to us on our many different platforms, then adjust to it because I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. First post times are Pacific. Here's your Sunday menu. All right, we begin with Gulfstream Park. Here's the deal. Pick six, carryover, $828,942. Jackpot provision off. Mandatory payoff today. Best tickets will chop up all of that cash laying in the pot right now. And all the money being bet and chasing it. It all mandatory payoff all goes today. At Gulfstream Park. 11 races and a first post time of 9-10. 9-10 in the first, ra- uh, first race post time today at Gulfstream Park. All right, next up comes Aqueduct, the big A in New York. Now, uh, it's mostly cloudy, but 46 degrees. The track is fast at Aqueduct. Of course, there are no carryovers in the first post time for nine races. No stakes race today. Nine races at the big A. First post, 9-20. Laurel Park is next. Laurel Park has eight races today. And uh, they have a pick six jackpot carryover of 961 bucks. First post time at Laurel for eight races, 925. Okay. Next comes Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay Downs has nine races today. And their first post time at Tampa Bay is at 9.30, 9.30 at Tampa Bay. They got a super high five carry over there. Not a jackpot, super high five. $1,172 at Tampa Bay today. First post time, 9.30. Oaklawn Park is next. Hope they're drying out at Oaklawn by now, but it doesn't look too good on that uh, weather map. Nine races, however, today at Oaklawn Park, and their first post time is 10.30, 10.30. Fairgrounds. And all that jazz. Fairgrounds has a first post time of eight races at 11.15. 11.15 at the fairgrounds. They have a regular pick six carryover, not a jackpot, just a regular pick six carryover. 
$2,819. First post time fairgrounds, 11:15. Sunland Park has nine races today and four stakes races. Four thoroughbred stakes races. The uh, Borderplex Stakes for three-year-old fillies at six and a half furlongs is the sixth. Flying Connection is the eight to five favorite there in a field of five. The Fort Bliss Stakes for four-year-olds and up at six furlongs is the seventh, a field of six. Two to one favorite there is Chatelot. The Jameson Memorial is the eighth at six and a half furlongs for four-year-olds and up, a field of 12. And the morning line favorite at seven to two is Strawberry Whiskey. And then the centerpiece of the four stakes races is the ninth and final, the $100,000 Riley Allison Derby, uh, which is a prep for the big Sunland Park Derby later on in the year. For three-year-olds at a mile, 12 go to the post in the Riley Allison. And the favorite there at five to two is how did he do that? We'll wait and see. Sunland Park, nine races, four strikes races. First post time is 11.25 at Sunland. Couple of small carryover, super high five, $417, and a pick five, a regular pick five carryover of $284. First post time, Sunland Park, 11.25. Next comes Santa Anita. Santa Anita, nine races today, couple of nice stakes races too. The $200,000 San Vicente at seven furlongs for three-year-olds is the second race on the card. Five are in the race, and four are trained by Bob Baffert, including the six-to-five favorite in this uh, five-horse field, having a meltdown with Juan Hernandez aboard. Later on, the $100,000 Clockers Corner Stakes at six-and-a-half furlongs on the turf. Scratch number three, Count of Amazonia. That'll leave a field of seven. Five to two favorite there is Lane Way with Mike Smith. First post time for nine races today at Santa Anita. 12.30, 12.31st post. Their Rainbow Pick 6 jackpot carryover stands at $247,942. Again, first post, 12.30. Golden Gate has nine races today. Their Pick 6 jackpot carryover, $3,161. First post time is 12.45 at Golden Gate. And Los Alamitos wraps it up. Now, Los Al, of course, has a carryover in their pick six tonight of $14,935. Ten races, one thoroughbred, five mixed breed races, four quarter horse races, and the last two quarter horse races are trials at four-year-olds and up at 400 yards. First post time, Los Al this evening, 515 with that carryover exceeding $14,000, almost fifteen grand tonight. All right. Okay, that's your menu of racetracks available today. We will be in search of Rich Ang with a pick at Santa Anita and his thoughts about the big NFL games today. So don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on the Sunday Race Day Las Vegas radio program. And of course, when you say Race Day Las Vegas, we come from Las Vegas. And we have a lot of race and sports betting. And uh, two big sports betting events today are both in the NFL. It is the 
AFC Championship and the NFC Championship as well. We bring in Rich Ang, who has been giving us some prognostications on football and doing very well, I might add. Rich, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, uh, all I can say is that uh, people are really looking forward to these two games because of the quarterbacks involved and, uh, to be frank, uh, pretty good defenses, too. When you got the uh, Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Philadelphia Eagles with uh, the uh, the new wave of uh, talented quarterbacks that are uh, behind each uh, center in both of those games. Yeah, you've got uh, in in the first game you've got uh, Purdy, the the Mister Irrelevant quarterback, Brock Purdy for <laughs> yeah. the Forty Niners, and you got Jalen Hurts uh, for the Eagles. And uh, you know, there's a little known fact, Ralph, that these two quarterbacks played against each other one time in in uh, college when uh, Hurts was at Oklahoma uh-huh. and uh, Purdy was at Iowa State, and it was a high profile game because both teams were in the top uh, twenty. In the college football, and the quick synopsis was uh, Oklahoma had a 42-21 lead going into the fourth quarter, and Purdy uh, led a just a tremendous comeback, and they scored three touchdowns to make it 42-41, and then the coach decided to go for two points to try to win the game, and they missed. Uh. So Hurts beat Purdy 42-41, but Purdy played great. In the, in the comeback effort. And I would suggest that they will do the same today. I think both games are going to be close games. I don't think we're going to see any uh, blowouts, that's for sure. And uh, in case folks don't know, Mr. Irrelevant is the name, uh, the moniker they give to the uh, uh, football player drafted in the college uh, draft for the NFL of the last player drafted in the entire draft. And he was it. And, uh, boy, he's no more irrelevant, that's for sure. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the second game, no slouches either at quarterback. Uh, you got uh, Joe Burrow, who uh, led LSU to the uh, national championship and had a fantastic career in only three seasons with the Cincinnati Bengals. And then the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, who has already won a Super Bowl, lost a Super Bowl, and he's still he's still extremely young. So uh, he's got a Hall of Fame future in him also. So that's a, both games are just fabulous. And I think there's no argument, Ralph. These are the four best teams in the National Football League, and that's one reason why these lines are so tight. Yeah. I just happened to, uh, before uh, you came to me on air, uh, I went to the South Point uh, Sports and uh, app and app, took yeah. a look at what the lines are the, at the uh, at the South Point, mm-hmm. and Chris Andrews has moved the lines. They both moved this morning. Right now, uh, Philadelphia is a two-point favorite over the 49ers, mm-hmm. and he made Kansas City a three-point favorite over Cincinnati. So those are both up a half a point from yesterday. Now, the uh, point spread with the Eagles and 49ers really didn't move that much, but the one with the Chiefs and the Bengals did, based on the physical abilities and the health of uh, Patrick Mahomes, right? Yeah, that is correct. And, you know, of course, it reflects uh, how much money is coming in sure. and, and also how he predicts or expects the money to come in today. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he's telling us uh, that he wants San Francisco money and he wants Cincinnati money to even out his books. So uh, that's he's telling us through the movement of the point spread. I got to tell you, uh, based on the point spreads, I think it's going to be a, probably the conference championships may be better than the main event, the Super Bowl, but we'll wait and see. All four teams, I think, no matter what combination makes it to the Super Bowl, Will be an exciting game as well, but we'll wait and see. That's for sure. What say you? Well, I, I tell you what. Uh, you know, these lines are so tight, and these teams are so close that you know whoever you like out there in the listening uh, audience is uh, you should almost bet the game as if the line doesn't exist. If, yeah. if you like the Eagles, don't even worry about the minus two. If you like the Forty ers you might even think about betting them on the money line and, and get around plus 130, something like that. Mm-hmm. Same with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. If you like the Chiefs, don't worry about the minus three. And if you like the Bengals, you might even think about money line. I think they're about plus 110. But uh, I had mentioned earlier in the week, Ralph, uh, on Monday when the lines first came out, I bet a, a six-point teaser. I bet the uh, San Francisco 49ers, which at the time were plus one and a half. Right. I teased them six points up to plus seven and a half. And on the Cincinnati Bengals, they were a two and a half point underdog. I teased them up to plus eight and a half. So I've got that ticket already in my pocket. Right. I, I might actually go back to the South Point and bet some more now that the lines are moved. 
Right. We understand that. But I'm asking you, what say you as far as who do you think are going to win each of the games? I like both dogs. Um, you know, going uh, you know going into last weekend, uh, I like Cincinnati, uh, and actually, I uh, you know, but I like San Francisco the best. I, I thought San Francisco was the best team still playing, so mm-hmm. I really like San Francisco plus the two, okay. and I will take Cincinnati uh, plus the three. Uh, Burrow has gone three and zero in his uh, games against uh, Patrick Mahomes, and. Um, you know, I know it's a team game. Not it's not an individual game. Right. It's a team game. But the Bengals are playing so much confidence. So I'll go for both dogs. Well, and the and the one of those uh, victories came in the uh, AFC Championship game last year, giving them the right to go to the Super Bowl and get beat by the Rams. But uh, they played Kansas City in Kansas City last year in uh, almost a carbon copy of what's happening today. Yeah, and I think one of the angles to look for in the second game, Ralph, Cincinnati against Kansas City, mm-hmm. is one thing Cincinnati has done in the past with great success is control the football. And uh, they gave a great example of that last week against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They had 30 first downs against the Buffalo Bills last week, which yeah. is an unbelievable number of first downs. And what that does is two things. One is you control uh, the clock, meaning the time of possession. And two is if you... Uh, have a quarterback like Josh Allen on the other side, and in this case today, Patrick Mahomes, you keep him on the sideline. So expect and look for Cincinnati just to try to keep nudging the uh, the sticks down the field and gathering first downs and keeping possession of the football to keep the game close. I fully understand that, and I'm sure the Kansas City Chiefs are very well aware of that, and we'll see how they uh, bat, uh, combat that philosophy, that's for sure. And uh, I understand that Kelsey uh, had a small problem health-wise too, right? Uh, the the uh... yeah, there's something with his back. But, but you know what, Ralph? At, at this point in the year, they they, they played sixteen, uh, seventeen regular season games and other playoffs. All these guys are nicked oh, sure they are. You know, no question yeah. about that. And hurt's been hurt, and now he's not hurt. <laughs> So yeah, although you know, you know what he he threw the ball really well against the Giants, although they didn't uh, have to really throw the ball a whole lot because they just destroyed the Giants. Mm-hmm. But the the key will be his uh, his wheels, and if he's afraid or not afraid to run the football, because you know the most one of the most valuable things that uh, Hurts offers to the Eagles is on that run pass option. Either he uh, gives the ball to Miles Sanders, or he throws a pass, or he takes off running takes himself. Off himself yeah. And that's the most dangerous is when. Hurts runs the football. Yeah, because the defense, uh, the 49ers defense, always has to use a man to keep as a spy against Hurts uh, when he, uh, you know, when he, his possibility had taken off at any time. So it's going to be it's going to be a fun, fun day. That's for sure. Between that and the horses. Now we'll get back to the horses. You have a full uh, report, uh, full handicapping report for all the races today at Santa Anita. And uh, we'll take a pick from you. Horse hide now. Yeah, I had the the winner of the last race yesterday, along with Jerry J. Uh, yeah. Go to the last race again today, and the ninth race is kind of a cheap looking uh, maiden claiming uh, fifty thousand for Calbreds. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go with the number five, Big Drinker, uh, the eight to five in the morning line. Uh, this horse ran really well last time in an improved effort for Jeff Bondi and Umberto Rispoli. Uh, one of the keys for me was the horse that won the race by a half a length over a big drinker was a stay in the game who won next time out in an optional claimer 50. So that's always a flattering thing. So let's go 25 win place two for the ROI number five, big drinker in the night. Yeah. Our handicappers did great yesterday. Jerry had uh, a pick uh, his, uh, his uh, selections, his layout there at aqueduct one and you and he both had uh, the winner of the last race at Santa Anita yesterday. Jonathan Hardoon and Jerry uh, and John Lindo also came with winners. So we had uh, all four handicappers and three separate race winners yesterday out of the nine races at Santa Anita. And we'll try to keep that mojo going for this Sunday in the ninth race today. Again, you go to the ninth, and in the ninth race, you like the five big drinker, which uh, could be appropriate for the football games today. Uh, <laughs> ninth race, the five at Santa Anita is your selection, of course. You get the rest of them uh, right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Al. Good luck, everybody. All righty. Now we go uh, to Jonathan Hardoon Selections, and we'll wrap it up with uh, John and Jerry after the break. Jonathan Hardoon Selections, since we uh, last uh, took a pick at Santa Anita, we'll stay right there and work backwards. At Santa Anita, Jonathan Hardoon in the sixth race likes number five, Storming Chrome. With the Kimura aboard, Kazuchi Kimura aboard, number five, Storming Chrome in the sixth race today. 
at Santa Anita, Jonathan Hardoon's pick, the five in the sixth at Santa Anita. And then uh, Jonathan comes at uh, Gulfstream Park. Got a pick for us at Gulfstream Park with that mandatory payoff today. At Gulfstream Park, go to the sixth race, which is the start of the mandatory payoff in the pick six. I'm able to get a singleton started in the uh, pick six with that mandatory payoff today at Gulfstream. In the sixth race at Gulfstream, he likes number four, My Sea Cottage. Number four, My Sea Cottage, Louis Saez aboard, is his uh, pick for the race day listeners. In the sixth race at Gulfstream Park, the four. So he picks the sixth race at both Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. Also got to remind you that uh, his uh, entire handicap selections today, Jonathan has four sheets, Gulfstream, Santa Anita, Aqueduct, and Oak Lawn Park. We will be back to wrap it up with uh, John and Jerry. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, uh, putting a finishing touch on this uh, championship Sunday for the NFL. We want to remind everybody out there that as far as horse racing is concerned, you got a big pot you're going for in the mandatory payoff at Gulfstream Park and... You have that popular coast-to-coast pick five today. It will feature the ninth race at Gulfstream, the 10th race at Gulfstream, the 4th race at Santa Anita, the 11th race at uh, Gulfstream, and the 6th race at Santa Anita. Three Gulfstream races, two Santa Anita races in that order. Ninth Gulfstream, 10th Gulfstream, 4th Santa Anita, 11th Gulfstream, 6th Santa Anita. And a post time uh, for it at one nineteen. PM Pacific time, one nineteen Pacific time for that uh, bet. And a gentleman who has a suggestion for a coast to coast pick five on his sheet, as well as the full card today at Santa Anita, is John Lindo. The Lindo report, of course, you can get right now at the South Point free of charge. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Well, I'm doing fine. A, a fun day of racing yesterday, that's for sure. And uh, all I have to say is, I think Bob Baffert might have tipped his mitt. By being in the winter circle at Oaklawn Park on a dreary day in the slop with uh, Arabian Night, rather than being in sunny Southern California close to his home, with uh, in the winter circle after the Las Virginias with uh, Faisa. Yeah, you think uh, he had defunded in the Pegasus over at Gulfstream. Yep. He obviously had had major horses at Santa Anita, and there he is at Oaklawn Park with uh, Arabian Night and. Uh, I, I think he's pretty glad he went. Uh, that horse was really impressive yesterday, and if you watched him gallop out, uh, he never slowed down. I, I don't know how far he's going to run, but I don't see any limitations so far. Well, I can tell you one thing right now. He can almost stop at the uh, finish line and finish out a mile and a quarter before the other horses got to him, and yesterday. <laughs> uh, well, you know, he, he handled shipping. He handled a wet track, facing winners and two turns. He checked a lot of boxes yesterday, Ralph. He sure did, and i got to tell you this. It's nice to see him, uh, how he handled a sloppy racetrack, because, you know, on the first Saturday in May at uh, Kentucky at uh, Churchill Downs, there's always a possibility of an off track. So we know he can handle that now as well, and it's going to be exciting to see where he goes next. But in the winter circle, he was so complimentary to the folks at Oaklawn Park that I think he might be back there with Arabian Night for the Arkansas Derby. 
Oh, he loves going back there, and, and Baffert has dominated those those derby preps down at Oakland through the years. And you know, he used he used the race the authentic one, the the derby, uh, the Arkansas Derby before he won yeah. the Kentucky Derby, and uh, he's used it a number of times. American Pharaoh, you know, just off the top of my head, and he'll be represented there. And, you know, and if not if not Arabian Night, he's only got about fifteen or twenty others he can take a shot with. And even horses that were once under his Shen Row uh, won yesterday. The San Pasquale now being trained by Phil D'Amato, uh, won in a driving finish in the uh, in that race yesterday at Santa Anita. Yeah, that was Newgrange, and he was sold last year, late in the year. And, uh, you know, you watch that race, and I thought Newgrange was going nowhere on the yeah. far turn. And, and all of a sudden, at the eighth pole, here he comes picking up the bid again. He's a very quirky horse. you got to give Juan Hernandez a lot of credit for not giving up on that horse around the turn. Yep. He's the one that got you the money yesterday, if you bet Newgrange. Absolutely. You know doubt about it. It was his third of four wins on the day yesterday at Santa Anita, and, and Hernandez never gave up. He, he switched lanes to see if he can get him to break, and he did. He, uh, you know, came in the uh, on the outside in the three horse uh, battle to the wire. That's for sure. Uh, any thoughts about uh, reflections on anything that happened yesterday at Gulfstream? Well, you know, I did not see the winner coming in the Pegasus. Uh, Art Collector has always been a horse that's done his best work on the front end. Mm -hmm. I didn't think he could make the lead, and he didn't. And here he comes from off the pace. So hats off to trainer Bill Mott. And uh, you know, it's great to see him use Alvarado on that horse and. That's been a really good combination through the years, and great to see those guys get a win in a race like that. No kidding. And i got to say, uh, on the show, uh, Jerry Jackowitz, uh, you know, um, talked about Art Collector, and it was his top-rated uh, horse on his sheet, so uh, I guess he saw something I couldn't see. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have found it, and congratulations to, to Jerry, because that was a hard horse for me to find just the way the race was coming up. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I And I guess Cyberknife just didn't like the track, or maybe just wasn't good enough yesterday. Well, he broke well, but he, you know when those horses sent and then Stiletto from his outside went, he just couldn't keep up early. And when he got that far back, uh, parked wide, that's just not where you're going to win from at Gulfstream Park. Got to tell you, Stiletto boy really outran his odds, that's for sure, because he hung right in there to the end. You know, he ran third in the, in the same race last year. He's a horse that was purchased by the, uh, Ed Mojer and Steve Mojer for, I think, $400,000, a young horse, and he's paid them back and then some. Mm -hmm. He's a big, beautiful chestnut, and I think he, he loves that Gulfstream Park racetrack. Not even a question about that. I got to tell you, our handicappers did great yesterday. All you guys came with a winner, uh, and um, all of you guys came with a winner at Santa Anita. Out of the uh, nine races, you had uh, three individual winning races, so... Uh, if our players didn't make money yesterday, uh, I don't know what else we can do for them. That's for sure. And we'd like to keep the mojo going today. Any thoughts, I will ask you, about uh, the football today? Well, just watching, I, I, I just don't know how San Francisco's rookie quarterback is going to deal with his Philadelphia defensive line. These guys are fast and they're big. And and the same thing with the the other way, that Philadelphia offensive line is huge. <laughs> They're just going to keep going forward and trying to beat up San Francisco. That's going to be an interesting game. Sure is. And on the other side, too, those other two teams, Cincinnati and Kansas City, went to overtime last year. Yeah. It's going to be a shit. It's going to be two good games. I'm, yeah. I'm just looking forward to watching them. Yeah. Get uh, get the munchies out and get ready. Go between the races and uh, football on a, on a beautiful Sunday. All right. The Linda Report for all of Santa Anita. Uh, a suggested late pick for... A coast-to-coast -coast pick five suggestion as well, plus all the goody information right there on one comprehensive sheet. The Lindo Report, available only one place in Las Vegas. It is at the South Point, complimentary, free of charge, because the South Point love horse players, and they want you to try to get uh, winners, and uh, John is definitely providing that for you. John, I got a pick off of that winner yesterday. Eighth race today at Santa Anita. I love the way number number four, Matorius, won down the hill last time, really striding out well and pulling away. He's a horse getting really good right now. Uh, he's got a little bit more tactical speed than the main rival, Laneway. He's not a big price, two to one, but I think he's going to win. Eighth race today, number four, Matorius at Santa Anita. Well, that, you know, we could always use a singleton for uh, the late double, the late pick three, the late pick four, the late pick five, and uh, the pick six as well. So we'll take it. In the eighth race, the Clockers Corner Stakes down the hillside, number four, Motorius is the play, John Lindo's play, number four in the eighth race. John, enjoy both pigskin and horse hide, and we will talk to you on Wednesday. Okay, good luck today. Oh, by the way, uh, real quick, uh, schedule for the Lindo Report next week. 
Gulfstream Park on Thursday, Santa Anita next Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and on that coast to coast pick yeah. five today, Ralph. The, the three of the races in the pick six uh, at at Gulfstream Park, they're all part of that coast to coast. All right, you got it. Thanks a lot, my man. Good luck. All right, we're going to go to Jerry Jackowicz. Now, we are pressed on time, as we often are, but Jerry just got uh, on with us. But, Jerry, don't worry about it, because we're going to give you all the accolades you deserve for Art Collector on Wednesday's show anyhow. But uh, congratulations. You were the only one that mentioned Art Collector and that top-rated horse on your sheet yesterday. Yeah, he, he became a play when the odds went to 15-1. No, to man. But I don't have to explain that. If you can't figure that out. What can I tell you? Yeah, that's for sure. Now, the power pages for Santa Anita and Aqueduct are available right now at jerryjspowerpage.com. Jerry gave us not only uh, Art Collector as a a play for him uh, with those type of odds and certainly uh, reflective of uh, the uh, power page ratings. And, of course, two uh, selections on the show, both one as well. So we'll keep the mojo going. Go. All right, let's see if we can go to the seventh race at Aqueduct and try London Gold, a little more gold there. Uh-huh. 92 on the morning line is attractive. I like the seven. London Gold, the seven over the one, two, three, four. All right, in the seventh race at Aqueduct, the seven over one, two, three, and four. Seven over one, two, three, four, and reverse in the seventh at Aqueduct. We'll wrap it up at San Anita. Okay, we'll go to the final race, Ralph, and help you fill out those pick threes, pick fours, pick fives, pick sixes, and, <laughs> and daily double. I like regulation days. The seven horse, again, we're back with the seven uh-huh. in the ninth race. Um, this is a real interesting horse going back to the dirt. I think he's better on the dirt, actually. Let's take the seven over the three, five, nine, do reverses, but the seven, regulation days, five to one. Race nine. Okay, ninth race at San Anita. The seven is the key. The link-ups are three, five, and nine, and reverse. $2 ROI on the seven. And you and uh, Rich Ang came in the ninth race yesterday, both landing on the same horse and got the job done uh, as far as uh, the key horse and the uh, exotics. Uh, Richie comes in the last race today, but you're both on different horses. Jerry likes the five big drinkers. So I have a Sirocco play in the ninth and final today at San Anita. You like the seven over three five and nine and reverse uh the Sirocco play of course is five seven over three five seven nine but uh correct okay good stuff we and i like yeah. that all right we're gonna wrap it up by just uh, uh, telling everybody to enjoy uh, all sorts of sports today and uh of course uh, spend some time with the family and uh, god willing crick don't rise we'll be back on wednesday morning to start off another week covering the great sport of uh, kings las vegas style and, Jerry, you have one more thing to say. Well, I'm going to take the Bengals, and I'm going to take the Eagles, and we're going to have a great race day, everybody. All right. New Jerry, get it in.